This episode of the New Hampshire Business Show is sponsored by Everlasting Capital. If you're a small business and you need money and a bank won't give it to you, Everlasting Capital is here to help. In as quickly as a couple of days, you can have the funding your business needs for new equipment or anything else you can need the capital for. So submit your application today and see how they can help you out. Hello everybody, welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today we're here with Andrew Kane of New Hampshire. Float. How's it going? Awesome. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. So let's get into it. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you guys do. So um, my name is Drew. I have a former career in uh, like corrections slash social work. Yeah. And uh, prior to getting into this float center, I was a juvenile probation juvenile probation officer. So um, I was stressed out. You know, I was dealing yeah. with a lot of pretty heavy stuff emotionally. And um, I've always been a little entrepreneurial. I had six or seven businesses that I tried and failed at, and they just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. So I've always had it in my mind that I would like to own my own business. And I, I used to kind of look at it as I was, you know, I failed at all those businesses. But lo and behold, one day I was going out to lunch with a buddy. His father had a big building that was for lease or for sale. Yeah. I said, hey, why don't we put a float center in here? He said, yeah, okay, why not? So I, within a week, I whipped up a business plan and yeah. had all types of information on whether or not this would work. And within a week, his father sold the business, or, went in, or sold the building, went into a, under agreement. Mm -hmm. So that was out, but I had the business plan. And yeah. the more I looked at it, the more I thought, this would work. There's not another float center around within miles. So. Yeah. I said, let me, let me see what I can do. So uh, at probation, my uh, training officer said, oh, what are you going to do? You, you, you still going to do that? Yeah. I said, okay, I'll do it with you. So just like that, we kind of put the wheels in motion to look for a place. And uh, it took us about seven months to find a location. Yeah. It was a former dentist office, so it was okay. perfect. Yeah. There were uh, over, I think it was 21 or 22 sinks in this 1500 square foot place yeah pipes were everywhere it had five different uh, reclining chairs that had the spit sinks mm -hmm. so they they all had plumbing yeah and plumbing is a big deal for the float yeah. tanks you need drains in every room you need showers in every room um so that can get real expensive real quick especially when you're cutting into the floors yeah so we fell in love with the place immediately but it wasn't for rent it was for sale so he said, okay, let's put our money together and buy the place and we'll just build it as we can. Yeah. Um, and it worked out. We bought the, the location, spent another six months uh, building it after work, weekends, you know, nights, weekends. Yeah. And we did everything. We hired a few key people, but we were involved the entire way, yeah. changing it from a dentist's office to a three-room float center. And cool. Yeah, it worked out perfect. We were able to design the rooms using all existing plumbing. Yeah. It saved us thousands of dollars. Absolutely. You know, um, and the dentist was so excited because it was empty for 18 months and he had no clue what we were doing, but he, he was happy we were doing it. He was a retired dentist, yeah. couldn't wrap his head around the float center, but in that area, it's just all offices. Nobody wanted it. So, um, you know, it kind of worked out that it was available and it was the perfect location. So after that, I immediately quit my job at probation to go all in. You know, it's funny. 
like everyone who I trusted, cared about, and um, look up to in business told me don't quit your job. Mm -hmm. But then I was also, I read a lot and watch a lot of videos, you know, yeah. inspirational videos. And a common theme of successful people I found was that you have to be all in. Mm -hmm. You can't half-ass it. You have to really have to yeah. um, commit, right? So that's how I looked at it. So I quietly gave my two weeks notice. I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Um, not until after Christmas did I tell like family that, oh, I haven't been working there for a while. And, it, and things went well. We had a great Christmas, so um, it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, gift certificates. It was a great gift certificate when yeah. we first opened. So that kind of carried us into the winter. Um, but it, it's, you know, I got into floating because I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast. Okay. That was how I got into it originally and heard about it. And back then, this was about 10 years ago, there was only one tank in all of New England, and it was in some lady's house. And I got her name and phone number on a forum. Yeah. And it said, call this number, ask Patina. She'll sell you a float session. So I called up, asked Patina, drove out to mid, it was in Midwestern Mass, about an hour and a half away. Yeah. Um, it was in her house. She wore all white. She had like a cape and a cloak. She's a real hippie lady, real out there. And it was in, a, it was in the first floor of a triple decker. One yeah. of the bedrooms was a float room. The living room was a lobby and there was a bathroom on the other side of the living room. Mm -hmm. And when it, you have to shower before getting into the water. So I showered, had a towel around my waist, walked by her, she said, have a good float. And I went in and floated in her bedroom, turned into a float room. <laughs> and it was so far back that there were no lights in the float tank. And when it was the session was over, she would walk in and knock on the float tank. So that was a little weird. Um, and you, you float naked. So to be in someone's house in the float tank and yeah. she's in all white with a cape coming to knock on the door to tell you the session's over. It, it was a little weird, but to this day, I remember when I left, mm -hmm. the trees were greener, the sky was bluer, the clouds were whiter. Yeah. The image I have of driving home and how I felt mm -hmm. and what I saw like still sticks with me. So I always went back, uh, not often, two or three times a year I would yeah. go. Um, and then Float Boston and Somerville opened up. So that was a little bit closer. Yeah. So then I would go float down there. And I just enjoyed it. Uh, my friends thought I was crazy, especially to go in at, to a lady's house. Yeah. Right? That's kind of weird. Yeah. So. Have fun trying to explain that one. Like, yeah, I do this thing on the weekends. Don't yeah. judge me. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, um, you know, I'm kind of a weird guy anyway, so I'll do things like that. Yeah. You know, I'm just weird enough to go check it out and see yeah. what this is about. Yeah, of you know? um, and I liked it. So I was open-minded to it. I liked it. And there was just not one around here. Um, after Float Boston opened up, Portland, Maine opened up. And then here in New Hampshire, there's one up in Meredith. Okay. Still an hour away, right? Hour yeah. and 10 minutes away. It's, yeah, it's odd because you think of the way the state is laid out. You think Manchester, Concord, Nashville would have something... Perfect. No, yeah. Right. And I've since found out why they're not all over the place. Okay. Right. Um, but um, that was the big catalyst. I wanted to float. And it also became a business opportunity. Mm -hmm. And when I did the research and I, I made a list of all the um, yoga studios, uh, holistic health stores, holistic doctors, um, martial arts schools, gyms. Anything that I could think of that could potentially be a demographic for people to float. Yeah. 
And there was a lot within an hour. I figured I drove an hour and a half to float. People would drive maybe an hour to float. And so I did, you know, a little radius and found that right around the area that there was a lot of opportunity. I figured, hey, if we could get a little small percentage of this, we could at least stay open for a year. Yeah. Right. So let's see, let's see what happens. Um, and it just kind of snowballed. It became one of those things that the more the more I became obsessed with it, the easier it became to overcome challenges. Mm-hmm. And nothing where I failed at these other businesses, there became roadblocks that I just I didn't see how I could overcome them. There were obstacles that it just was a dead end. And when this happened, none of that was happening. Every time something came up, I, there was a way to figure it out. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that was my attitude or if it really was just stuff that we could figure out. You know, we just never really hit that major roadblock. Yeah. Um, nothing went as according to planned, but it worked out. So um, that's why that's how I got into it. I got into it for body pain. There's a couple of different people that would use floating. It's people who have mental health issues and physical health issues. Mm-hmm. Physical health could be arthritis, fibromyalgia, recovery from a surgery. Yeah. Um, People with um, hip replacements, knee replacements, we get a lot of that. They'll come in, float while they're recovering. Um, and I should probably explain what, yeah, what actually we'll is that. that. All right, all right. So, and then um, mental health, people who are stressed out, anxiety, PTSD, depression, or I just, I need a break, I need to shut off. So I got into it for the body pain side, and since I've had access to it, the whole mental health side has become, this has become a huge help with me for anxiety in particular, yeah. you know, running a business isn't the easiest thing to do, yeah. especially with no business background. I yeah. do not have a business background, so everything I'm learning is new. And it can be overwhelming at times, and floating helps me take that edge off yeah. completely. I just I shut off. It's my time to not deal with any of the stuff. It'll all be waiting there when I get out. It's not going anywhere. So I've used that as a, as a major tool to help me, and I... I built this to float more yeah. so there you go benefit all around yeah um, but yeah so it's um, something that I've I fell in love with right away and I'm very passionate about it I think everyone should float um, I will some people say oh this isn't for me but I think that's for the people it, if they did it three four or five times you have to train yourself to shut off and yeah. to, to relax and to be comfortable with doing nothing mm-hmm. some people just can't shut off like that yeah so um that's kind of where it's at cool yeah awesome yeah so let's jump back into this because that was a very good um explanation of kind of floating in your history so let's get into like the actual details of floating so what is floating floating is also called sensory deprivation okay. or um isolation tanks okay it's being by yourself in about 10 to 12 inches of water with about a thousand pounds of Epsom salt. The water is warmed to the outside temperature of your skin. You float naked so you have no sensory input. The air is roughly 90, 94 degrees. So the air, your body, and the water all kind of blend together. Mm -hmm. And when you're floating and not moving, the gravitational pressure is taken off of your body. So you're able to let go of all the tension in your muscles. Mm-hmm. So you have complete relaxation on that end. The buoyancy pops you up on top of the water. So things that are tight, 
uh, your joints, muscles, everything loosens up a little bit. And because it's warmed to the outside temperature of your skin, it blends in with your skin so your brain isn't really getting a signal that says oh, cold, something cold is touching you, something yeah. warm is touching you. Nothing is touching you according to your brain. Yeah. So you get this almost illusion of not feeling your body or not feeling like you're in water. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very unique sensation that's hard to put into words. And then once you do it, you, you're like, oh, I understand what you're saying. I get it. People always do that after their first float. Oh, I get it. And it's a unique feeling of not having a body in a good way. Yeah. The aches and pains are gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, back aches. A lot of people with back issues float with us. And that kind of goes away because they're having no gravitational pressure on their body and the illusion of not feeling their body, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. Um, Ideally, it's dark, so the rooms have lights in them, but they're on motion detectors, so they go off when there's no movement. And then within the float tank or the float cabin, the user has control of the light. So uh, the lights are usually colored like a blue or a purple. Yeah. Uh, it's, again, it's all about relaxing, so we stay away from white light. Um, recommended to shut the lights off. You can't see your hand in front of your face. It's pitch black. Yeah. So, we, and again, that goes to the sensory deprivation to take away light, take away sound. Um, and take away feeling, if you will. So once all that happens, an easy thing that can happen to a person who's floating is they fall into the theta state, which is in between consciousness and deep sleep. It's a very relaxing place to be in, and that's where meditation occurs. Mm -hmm. And I do want to say meditation, I used to think, was a really weird word and kind of a hippie out there word, and I didn't really understand it. And I meditate all the time now because I float. Mm-hmm. And I want people to look at it as a state of being it with their with their mind and body. Like anger, sadness, happiness. Meditating is this um, state of time that you're feeling a certain way. That's all it is. And it's a very relaxed feeling. It's when yeah. nothing is bothering you. You're, you're very present. That's you, that I always feel like... I'm in the moment when I'm meditating. I'm not thinking about mm-hmm. the past. I'm not thinking about the future. I've emptied my mind, and that takes away all the clutter in your mind, and you fall into this very relaxed state. That's where lucid dreaming can occur. Mm-hmm. Um, most people have had this happen. You've ever been in the middle of your bed, and you're falling asleep, and then you twitch thinking yeah. you're falling off the bed. That happens in that theta state, so you're about to fall into deep sleep. And it's kind of, it's a phenomenon that not really sure. There's some theories, but they're not really sure why that happens. But um, in that state, stuff can happen. You can um, sometimes see things, mm-hmm. see lights, hear things, uh, uh, lucid dream. Um, yeah. You know, and I've had all these experiences of stuff. Some stuff I can't even explain, but it it definitely helps you see how there's a mind-body connection Mm -hmm. because when I have some type of deficiency I can really feel it and I can focus on it and I can almost send if I focus on let's say my my left calf I get like an energy to my left calf and I don't know what it is about my brain that's doing this but um, you get this deeper connection to your to your body it's very interesting and we have um, pregnant women who float with us and have floated with us and have said they felt like they had a deeper connection to their baby because they almost felt like they were in a womb and then yeah. had a baby that was in a womb and they were both floating. Yeah. 
and it, again, it's a very unique um, yeah, yeah, yeah. feeling and environment. So I get, I don't obviously have a womb, but <laughs> I'll take their word for it, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. So yeah. uh, where are you guys located physically? We are in Londonderry Commons on oh, one so road. Yeah, we're right up the road, right, right. behind um, DC Cycles or um, Asahi. We're in a little office park back there. It's a quiet location. Nights and weekends, I don't even think there's another business going on in the building. We're the only ones there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's quiet. It looks like we're closed from the outside. That's intentional. Mm -hmm. We want people to leave their problems on the outside and walk into a, a place. And this happens a lot. People will walk in and look around and go, whoa, what is this? We do a lot with lighting and the music and uh, there's grass on the front counter. Mm -hmm. So it's a very different, unique place. There's yeah. nothing like it around. So um, it looks closed from the outside, then you open it and it's this little magical wonderland, you know? Yeah, that's really interesting. I yeah. like that, that's pretty cool. Um, so what do I wanna say? So what's your hope for this move forward? Is that your station right now, you have three pods, you said? We have three rooms. Uh, only two are completed. Okay. Part of um, all the negativity surrounding my friends and family, I, I was talked out of putting all three and starting off with three. They're really expensive. Mm -hmm. So we said, okay, let's fill two of the rooms with float tanks. Yeah. If it works, we'll add the third. Yeah. So the third is about to go, I'm actually about to add water in it within, I'm hoping the next two days. Nice. So we've, we're expanding, so we'll have three. Um, and then the, ideally I'm, I'm Open to staff, I'd love to have more hours and do more floats. We've been well supported. We have a lot of uh, members. We have a lot of returning customers. Um, this is definitely something people are supporting and mm -hmm. looking at as uh, their time, even if it's just once a month that they float. It's uh, um, We have some people who um, are runners and they'll float around their marathon training. Um, hmm. So um, ideally, I. We're kind of maxed out with the third room. I can't expand more than that. Yeah. I don't have room to, unless the the my neighbor decides to sell his unit. It's a yeah. you know business condos, mm -hmm. um, which he said he won't. So um, for now, that's where it, where it's at. And then I just want to get more people floating there in the winter time. It's really tough. We do book out quite a ways. Yeah. Especially after selling gift certificates, everyone's coming in to use the gift certificates. Yeah. Exactly. So just trying to get more hours to get more floats in and. <clears throat> This is such a new thing that every day we get people who say, someone told me about this. I don't get it. I've never heard of it. Tell me about it. So yeah. it, if you said, oh, I'm going to get a massage, everyone knows what a massage is, but you could easily tell a room full of people I'm going to float and three quarters of them won't know what that is. Yeah. So but. getting that word out, the more people float, the more yeah. people hopefully spread the word about it. And it's a big word of mouth um, thing. We, doing a, we don't do a lot of advertising because if someone sees that and doesn't know what it is, that's a picture is not going to convince them to do it. So, yeah. as people float, have a positive um, experience, they tell so many people about it. So, at this point, we have a lot of people who know somebody who has floated. Yeah, I'm saying advertising would be, I think, big for you guys right now because as people start hearing it, they're going to start coming. Yeah, because if they know what cryotherapy is, which is becoming a thing, yep. they'll they're going to know what floating is soon after right or even already which would be pretty cool yeah and it's cool like right now is a cool time to i think we're in a, a cool time we you have the internet where people can do their own research mm -hmm. you have kind of an anti 
pharmaceutical yeah. society going on right now. People don't want to take a pill. So if there are other ways to to help them um, with anxiety, with depression, with um, not taking pain pills because they have arthritis in their knees, people are looking for that. You know, oh, I've been, I'll try anything. Yeah. Let me try this. And we've had a we get a lot of people with concussions who get battle concussion symptoms. Yeah. Um, this is a, a great spot for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's just, it's interesting to see how different people use it, but also that there's no, I mean, you could just come for the experience, right? There's, I'd say that's a smaller portion of it, but most people have something wrong. They come in and find that benefit and they don't want to go to their doctor who, doesn't pay attention to them, yeah. sees them for 10 minutes and writes something down and says, here you go. Right? Yeah, here's some medicine. Like, I don't want medicine. I want to do something that isn't medicine. Right. Like, there's ways of healing that aren't involved in medicine. And even though it has a good place, some medicine is very useful. You know, I'm like, I don't need it for everything. Right. <laughs> right. And yeah. there's definitely an old school, like doctors, mm-hmm. there's definitely a generation of doctors. That's what they do. They just write a script. Yeah. Don't really listen. I mean, I, when I talk to people, a lot of them say, yeah, I feel like my doctor doesn't listen to me. They don't really have a conversation, yeah. right? And really figure out what's going on. Yeah. So I, I think that's a cool time. And with that, people are being more open to other acupuncture, um, yoga, um, you know, uh, cryotherapy, all these other modalities that they're trying. They're at yeah. least trying. I just had a couple of big badass biker guys come in and float and they were yeah. two buddies who do these types of things together and yeah. i would have i would have never guessed it like yeah. totally awesome. blew my mind they do acupuncture they've done yoga they do these i said that's awesome right and so i think we're living in a world where people are looking for alternatives to yeah. the whole doctor thing I like that. You know? that's pretty cool yeah so where do people reach out and find more about you your business and uh floating nhfloat.com we have a lot of information on there we are on uh, Facebook and Instagram as well our Instagram is at nhfloattherapy uh, Facebook is nhfloat um, what else call anytime 617-203-216-5704 but you can book online the scheduling is super easy you can go online pick a time you can pick which room you want to be in we are going to have an open house in the fall to show off the third tank, so keep an eye out for that. And we always do gift certificates, so when it comes up for some type of event, it's a great gift to share with people. Yeah. They, it's an experience, it's something different, it's unique, it's fun, and 9.9 out of 10 people have an awesome time doing it. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. So thank you so much for joining me. This has been fun. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, definitely check that out. And if you want to float, reach out because I'm, I'm going to. It sounds like a good time. <laughs> so everyone have a great day and we'll see you next time.